we have just, uh, straight up talked for a fucking hour, uh, about bullshit, as in Elden Ring and Stranger of Paradise and other... Mostly those two, actually. <laughs> and I, this is unprecedented, because normally we talk for like 15-20 minutes, but we just went a fucking hour. And granted, we did start late, but like... Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, because like 20 minutes before airtime, I was like, wait a second. I didn't actually watch my episode of Leech. I don't have my notes. I, I took notes and watched the, uh, the first episode, but I didn't do the second. Maybe I should get all that. So, you know, I, I was ready like five minutes, maybe ten minutes late. And then we talked about, we talked basically an entire podcast's worth of time on other shit. None of it recorded. But now, <laughs> but now it's time to do the show. Uh, I'm wondering if maybe we were subconsciously just trying to avoid these episodes. I, I'm not sure, because, like, they're not, like... I, the thing is, I don't think these episodes are terrible. They just feel like filler, for the most part. They slide off you. They really do. Like, I, 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 I want to set the scene in that I... Last night, I got home at, like, around 11.30pm, because, uh... Nova and I decided we were going to go to, like, a cat cafe, because um, there's one in Seattle. So we went to the cat cafe, and it was nice, save for the fact that uh, neither of us is really a fan of children, uh, and there was a very loud child in the cat room with us who was very uh, not ideal, let's say. Um, so we're... We were in Seattle, we did the cat cafe, the cats were very cute and very sweet, and we have decided that next time we are going to book a private session so that this doesn't happen again because we, we want to see the cats again. But um, we also decided to uh, get some food to eat, and we were like, well, we're in Seattle, where the fuck is open? It's 10pm. Which you'd think a lot of places would be open at 10pm. Luckily, we were literally like 400 feet from a ramen shop, so mm -hmm. we, we ended up getting ramen, but the point being, got home at like 11.30, and I realized, I haven't done bleach. <laughs> I have not done bleach. <laughs> so I, I took my notes uh, at like 11.30pm, and I, I realized my attention span was waning drastically. And, uh, I barely remember the second episode. I, I have the wiki page open so that I can at least follow along and not seem like I didn't watch it, because I did fucking watch it, I promise. <laughs> but god. <laughs> uh, there, there was, in, in the preview image for the second episode this week, I saw a character who I've been simultaneously excited and dreading talking about, um... And this character shows up for 0.3 seconds, and then the episode ends. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I guess let's just get going with the show. This is It'll Wash Out, a Bleach Rewatch podcast. I'm your co-host, Sina. And I'm your co-host, Sam. This is unprecedented in Bleach podcast energy, I feel like. By which I mean, this is what our, our show appears to be almost every other week. <laughs> Just intro it with the most deranged 
not lazy, but like tired energy we can. <laughs> well, you know, T- tired is right. Like I, the other night I had spent, uh, I spent like an hour, uh, just get, there was a fire alarm and it was a false, it was a false alarm, but like there was something wrong with the, with the system or whatever. So I spent an hour like just outside freezing my ass off. And oh. then by the time, like it took half an hour for the fire, for the firemen to come uh, which was really annoying because five minutes in, there was a fire truck with say, sirens blaring that like whizzed past us and just kept going. Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh, thanks, bye. See you later, I guess." Farewell. Oh, uh, so it took half an hour for the firemen to arrive, and then it took another half hour for them to like check all the apartments and make sure nothing was on fire. They determined that it's like, "Oh, seems like a problem with the system." So everyone, it's fine. You can go back inside. You can go to sleep. And it's like, "All right, great, perfect." And then um, about once an hour for the next, like, four or five hours, the fire alarm would ring for, like, ten seconds, and then stop. Oh my god. That sucks. I am so sorry. Just enough to, like, fully wake you up and put you in, like, an adrenaline, like, oh fuck, I have to get dressed, get get everything, get the, like, and get out, like, oh wait, no, never mind, stop. See, this is this is where I respect and fear my wife because, uh, there was a d- a time where I I was home and the fire alarm started going off and it it was a false alarm, but uh the fire alarm started going off and I go into the bedroom to check on them and they're just fucking passed out asleep, and I'm just like, <laughs> how are you sleeping through this? How it is the loudest fucking thing I've ever heard god yeah and then friday night i had the um i made the bad choice to like go to bed at 3 a.m because other stuff was happening so i was like oh well hmm and then yesterday yesterday i had some good sleep but also you know you don't i'm old and decrepit and i don't fix that short of that shortage of sleep in a single day i need extra days (laughs) i I miss the days where I could pull all-nighters and be fine. I, I, I really do miss the days, because, like, I, I did make the mistake. Uh, I, I told you this already. I made the mistake of staying up till 5 a.m. playing Elden Ring, and boy howdy, I am regretting it. But, you know, I, I you know, I should play I, words. I should do the podcast, and then supposedly I am playing Microscope today supposedly so we will see how that goes well look on the bright side you're gonna regret a hell of a lot more tomorrow i work tomorrow exactly you're gonna regret it a hell of a lot more tomorrow this isn't how is this a bright side sorry i should format it in a bright side manner you don't regret you probably aren't feeling as bad as you're going to feel tomorrow this that doesn't change anything (laughs) yeah you could be feeling worse you know this because you will be feeling worse tomorrow i'm failing to see a bright side (laughs) the bright side is you're not feeling how you're gonna feel tomorrow today episode 144 (laughs) ishida chad the quickening of a new power the gang has arrived in a strange building, with Ichigo saying he expected it to be a bit more chaotic. Uryu tells him to quiet down so that they aren't found. 
Ichigo keeps talking and tells Uryu he's being louder than he is anyway. Besides, if they're loud enough, the Arankar will come and find them. So, Ichigo just starts fucking calling out to be found. <laughs> just like, hey, is anyone out there? I love that I- that Ichigo is like, actually, I want them to find me, dumbass. <laughs> Does the like start of uh, episode flashback also did make me realize, hey, when Chad goes, Ichigo, aren't I strong? And he does, like, that big ex- explosion. Like, sure, but, like, Ichigo blocked it no sweat and didn't yeah. flinch. Yep. Like, he didn't even <laughs> reach for his sword. He just, like, turned himself slightly and it hit his sword. It, it is, it's so funny, and that's what made that moment, like, especially funny to me. It's because, it, it's like you said, Chad's just like, see, I'm stronger now. And Ichigo's just like, I don't, but I guess you're determined, so I can't stop you. <laughs> He's like, you're stronger, I guess. I guess who cares if you're strong or not? At least you're stronger. <laughs> like, what matters is if you're stronger than, like, a captain. Because, <laughs> like, they struggle with the fucking wrong car. The gang, like, gets spotted on a screen. And Uryu is flustered by Ichigo's lack of caution, while Chad tells the Quincy to calm down. Uh, Uryu hits the wall in frustration, which triggers, a, like, a trap and starts causing the floor to collapse. And I kind of love how this place is just, like, a fucking, like, old RPG, like, Dungeons & Dragons dungeon. Yeah, it's, how dare you touch the wrong tile on the on the wall? Be gone with you. I, I'm sorry, uh, what, which tile of this map did you hit? Like, where are you stepping? Oh, here. Mmm, bad call. <laughs> You've triggered my floor crumbling technique. No, it's, we've, tr- so we're following the clues, and we determined that the right answer is this one. Do you touch the tile? Uh, <laughs> I said, do you touch the tile? <laughs> So the floor starts collapsing, and they start running, uh, eventually finding, like, a side path. Uh, and Chad doesn't quite make it, so Uryu just, like, narrowly grabs him. And then Uryu starts falling down the hole, too. And then Ichigo grabs him, and it looks like Ichigo's about to fall, but then we cut, and they're all fine. Um, Teamwork. <laughs> teamwork! Uh, Uryu apologizes, and Ichigo says, it's no sweat. Anyway, this path looks safe. Let's go here. <laughs> and honestly, Ichigo is an ADHD king in this episode. It's so funny. Um, so they start going t- down this new path, and Chad's like, well, we should find something sooner or later. This hallway can't go on forever. And Uryu's like, yeah, so Ichigo, don't fucking let your guard down. Like, you have to keep on guard at all times. And fucking Mr. Strawberry just steps on another tile that, like, <laughs> triggers another trap. And I fucking genuinely laughed at this bit because they just all stop in place. And Uryu's like, what's that noise? And Ichigo's like, I don't think I want to know. <laughs> and then they look ahead of them and they see, like, a fucking Indiana Jones-ass boulder just rolling towards them. And Ichigo's just like, that's what I was afraid of. And they, they like, get prepared to start running, but then Chad just steps in front of them and stops it with one hand. <laughs> he does look pretty fucking cool when he does it. He does look pretty cool when he does it. And 
he like lets go of the boulder and it starts rolling again and he punches it and it just breaks the entire thing into dust and it's great. I love it. Like this hallway is the energy of when you're playing Dungeons and Dragons and you haven't used a map in two hours and then the dungeon master is like, you continue walking down the hallway and then he brings out a map and he's like, please show me exactly where your characters step. (laughs) (laughs) It really is. It's... It is extremely that energy, is the thing, and I'm here for it, frankly. Like, I, I I, really like this part of the episode, honestly, even if it, like, it feels a little fillery, but I actually really like this part. I think it's fun. Uh, right after they take care of the boulder, Uryu starts lecturing Ichigo again about, like, what did I say about letting your guard down? But Ichigo, being the ADHD king that he is, is distracted. As a long arm reaches out from the shadows, and a strange voice asks who they are. Ichigo's like, oh, finally, a fucking enemy, I can fight this. And Uryu's like, buddy, we're underleveled for this, and just runs. Um, he asks why they are running when they've encountered the enemy, but Uryu tells him they need to take it to a bigger space so they don't risk the building collapsing. Uh, he points out that there are no windows in this hallway, so they must be underground. Uh, luckily, they very conveniently reach a much more wide and brightly lit area. So in this area, they encounter another Arankar, and the huge one from before comes up from behind them. I do love that Ichigo's like, but why? <laughs> It'll collapse on us, but why? Why is that a problem? Because there's no windows, which means we're underground, obviously, so we don't want it to collapse on us. But why? <laughs> we'll just deal with it when it happens. I I, I adore that Ichigo's just like, I just want to fight the enemies. Please, just let me fight. I can do it. And Uriu's like, no. Little man, stop it. You, you... You have to wait your turn. Just be patient. Um, fucking, uh... So, once they reach this more brightly lit area, and they encounter this new Arankar and the one from before, uh, Ichigo is like, finally, I get to fight. I'm I'm ready, I'm ready to fight. And then Chad just fucking pushes him out of the way, <laughs> and is like, no, this time, you sit on the sidelines. And he Ud- elbows him in the back of the neck. <laughs> yeah! And Uryu also confirms that they're going to take care of this. And he says, Ichigo, listen, you need to fucking save your strength because there's bigger fish to fry in this weird hollow world. And, you know, you you just gotta save your strength. Just fucking sit on the sidelines. Um, And Ichigo notes that the Arankar here appear a lot more hollow-like than the ones he's been fighting, namely Grimjow. Um, and Uryu is like, well, that's because the ones that Grimjow brought with him used to be Gillians and Ajukas, and Menos Grandes, you know, they become humanoid when they turn Arankar most of the time. Vastolordas become humanoid 100% of the time, and, you know, the Espada, they were all probably Vastolordas, you know, the highest ranking hollows, so, you know, save your strength. Uh, the others, however, usually don't end up like these and end up a lot more hollow-like. And, you know, I, I realize these two, 
lot more hollow-like. So they're probably stupid. He's like, these two are dumb as shit, and that's what, <laughs> and that's why, like, the universe has biologically determined that they're going to look monstrous. <laughs> Who do you? Please. It's it's like it's on one hand the most Udu thing to do. On the other hand, I don't really like this. Like I, I'm not really a fan of just like you know, being like, oh, they're dumb, so they look a lot more monstrous or animalistic. Uh it's also worth noting, I I do feel the bigger of the two Arankar here, uh, like, does have darker skin and is like very, very clearly coded to be very very dumb and big and just strong and that's all and it sucks they gave him dreads they gave him dreads like straight up like it it is bad it is really bad um i do like that uh like one of the our car one of them goes hey shut your mouth we're not fucking stupid well he is he's stupid he's stupid but i'm not stupid and then his partner like immediately replies I'm not stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. He specifically says, don't talk to me as if I'm the only dumb one around here. <laughs> and I, well, I do hate the fucking, like, shit going on in regards to race and all that. I did find this line funny because it's like, hey, we're both stupid. Be nice. <laughs> so the smaller of the two is named Ice Ringer and the bigger one is Demora. Um, and Ice Ringer takes this whole intelligence thing as an insult, and rightfully so. Um, but Demora begins attacking Uryu. Uh, Ice Ringer is like, listen, we look like this because we discarded our human forms for more power, so don't underestimate us. And then Uryu is like, okay, Ichigo, shut up and watch. And Ichigo just keeps trying to, like, jump into the battle with... Uryu and Chad just constantly knocking him out of the way because they're like, no, this is our fucking fight. Just sit on the sidelines. We do this for you all the time. Come on. Do these assholes look like they have main character energy? No? Then let us do it. We know We know what's going to happen when we're fighting main characters. <laughs> <laughs> it really is the episode where Chad and Uryu realize that they are side characters, in fact, and they have to fucking fight the side characters, and they do so begrudgingly, but Ichigo keeps trying to get in the way, and they're like, no, these are the small fry. This is what we were written for. <laughs> um, the fight itself is not really that interesting. Uh, it is nice to see Uryu and Chad working together, as Ichigo is kind of forced to accept that these two have become stronger in some ways. Um, but eventually... Chad lets out a huge punch, which sends Demora flying over Ice Ringer as his mask breaks. Uh, and Ice Ringer is like, hmm, you know, didn't really think about it. But I guess, you know, in a 2v2 fight, probably important that we work together and, you know, are compatible as a team. <laughs> it's uh, No, that's, uh, that's Uryu's. That's Uryu that says this. Is it? Uh... uh because so they start fighting. Uryu realizes that because of Demora's like weird ability on his hand, he can't summon his bow. And mm. Chad's too slow to fight Ice Ringer. So Chad, so like there's a, there's a really nice little bit of animation where Uryu's like he yells at Chad and then he does like a switch it up like okay. hand motion, uh, which is what le and then he stops moving. So he's like ah oh, they're going to attack me and then Chad's going to intercept, which is like a fun little. It's a fun little plan. Less cool is that when he summons his bow after that, it's it's got like a twelve 
FPS rotation on it. <laughs> like, it, it looks like garbage. It, it just looks terrible. Like, um, I do like it. I do think, like, I like the shot of, like, the, like, necklace bracelet thing, you know, dropping from his arm. Like, I like that. But you're you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, he, like, summons his bow, spins it around, or something. I'm like, am I skipping frames? Like, what's happening? Is the um, episode okay? Like, is my connection okay? Yeah, and that's the part where uh, Uri mentions that, like, yeah, I've been fighting one-on-one against the exact same person for a while, so, like, I forgot that, like, hey, we're, if we're fighting two-on-two, why don't why don't we just switch it up to, like, match up against the people we can fight properly? Power versus power. Speed versus speed. Yeah, it, it's, it's like, not a very interesting fight. Um, my favorite part of this is probably right after Uryu summons his new bow, Ichigo's like, is that a bow? <laughs> and Uryu's like, fucking duh, what else would I fight with? It's like, I wouldn't, I'm an archer, Ichigo, like, come on. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> um, And then Uryu absorbs a bunch of reishi before letting out a huge volley from his new weapon, Ginrei Kojaku. Uh, then I, I think the whole, like, you know, oh, this character is black thing becomes even worse because Chad is like, oh, I shouldn't have broken your mask because you looked less ugly with it on. And I'm like, come on. Like, this was already bad and you were just making it worse. Please stop. Yeah, it's like, he, Chad, he just looks like a dude. <laughs> yeah, he's just a dude. Like, chill. Um, you know, maybe this is just Chad going like, hey, I should try this shit talking thing. It doesn't work for Chad, gotta say. Like, the the stuff that works for me with Chad's trash talking is him being like, I thought you were going to show me your strength. Is that all? Because he does do that. As he, like, really easily takes the Aronkar down. Uh, and then we cut to Uryu, who is just really keeping up with Ice Ringer, and he's like, Oh, I see you're using Sonido. Well, I'm using my Quincy here in Kyaku, which, you know, in my opinion, much better than Soul Reaper Shunpo or Aronkar Sonido. So, you know, I, I think you're kind of outmatched. And I, Ice Ringer's just like, what the fuck is a Quincy? <laughs> Wait, there's there's hu- there are humans that aren't gar- what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's so funny. The, but Uryu's just like, wow, you're ignorant. Jesus Christ. And then the two like square off and they start firing tons of blasts at each other. And Uryu's just shooting down every single arrow or, like, blast that Ice Ringer's shooting out. And Ice Ringer's like, buddy, I don't think you're gonna keep up. My my fucking weapon that I forgot the name of, uh, it fires off 108 shots in a row. So, you know, fucking deal with that Quincy or whatever you're called. And then Uryu's just like, alright, bet. My Ginrei Kojaku fires off 1,200 in a row. <laughs> and then he just fucking eviscerates the guy. It, it is, like, really funny to just be like, buddy, <laughs> let me tell you. But at the same time, like, it, the things, this might sound weird, but Udiu's fights in the Bount Arc were really fucking cool because he was only shooting one arrow at a time. And yeah. it was all about, like, shooting the arrow at the right place at the right time, uh, which is what I think of when I think cool archers. 
And here he's just kind of like, the implication is that he's moving his arm a lot, I guess. So it looks like it's not moving, but it does look like he's just standing there holding his bow up and then it's like shooting a billion needles out. <laughs> it's like, well, that's, that's boring. Yeah. He's not doing anything. He's just standing there being like, pew, 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 pew. It turns his fighting style of, you know, like you said, finding the right place and shooting at the right time. And, you know, getting the tactical advantage into, oh, haha, I fire so many arrows, you can't deal with it, my guy. And it's just not as interesting. And, like, I do like this bit because it's funny, but, like, past that, it's just not an interesting fight. Um, Demora tries to launch his, like, really weird worm tongue at Chad but Chad just fucking, like, effortlessly stops it with one hand, and he's like, was that it? Sorry, I don't like finishing off enemies without the will to fight. And then energy just, like, erupts from his shoulder, and then he states a new attack name, which is El Directo, and the episode ends. <laughs> yeah, he he does add also, like, normally I don't want to fight enemies who lost the will to fight. But I have to make an exception here. I think the the assumption being like, I can't let you guys tell people that we're here. So, you know, yeah, gotta fucking wreck you. I, okay, here, here's the thing. I, when I watched this episode last night, I was like, okay, that wasn't a terrible episode. I had some good times with it. I'm like, after going through it with my notes, I'm just like, Sam, what if this was a dog shit episode? Yeah, it wasn't a great episode. It's it's there for like a little bit of setup, but and it's like the things that happen in this episode are just long enough that they can't squeeze it into the next episode, I suppose. I think they could have done it if they really tried. Yeah. Um but it really does just feel like oh, they're they're like taking it slow because they know that they're catching up to the manga and they're just kind of like stretching every everything out. And I think that really carries through into your episode this week, too. Because, like, the reason it was mostly just sliding off my brain was just, like, there's not a whole lot happening. And then when the things that are happening happen, they aren't interesting enough to carry my attention. So, I don't know. What was the post-credits bit this time, Sam? So, the post-credits bit is we've got... Marekio Omaida, vice captain of the second squad, and he's introducing us to his family. Marinoshin, Moreka, Moremi, Marejiro Saburo, <laughs> and their unbecoming little sister, Mareo, the ugly one. Uh, the joke being that everyone in the family has like the same head shape and very, very similar features, uh, but the ugly one is like, she just looks like a normal person. She, she just looks like a normal person. That's the joke. This bit did nothing for me. Wasn't a great bit. Uh, nothing really to talk about with the manga either, because it's like, everything that happens in the show happens in the manga and vice versa. It's just every single panel takes like 10 to 15 seconds to mm. do. That... So they just like took the, they took the manga panels and they just kind of like stretched them out into a technically accurate <laughs> depiction but also it's like oh mm, you know just t just makes everything feel like really long and stretched out and be like it feels it's it's filler in the way that like 
they're not inventing new stuff to be filler, but it is filler, you know? I would prefer they invent new stuff. Like, frankly. Like, I'm I'm looking at, like, the list of manga chapters this covers, and I'm amazed that it somehow covers, like, two and a half. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ugh. And that's basically it for this episode. Yeah, that that's basically it. Let's go ahead and cut the break. Let's cut the break. So let's get right back into it with episode 145, The Spada Gather, Aizen's Royal Assembly. Our heroes have defeated the two hollows, but oh no, the room is set to automatically implode if they lose! Yet another D&D trap. I can't believe they keep walking into these D&D traps. It's so funny. I... I think this is the... I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to derail. This is the longest I think we have been in podcast mode in terms of, like, longest time after we started, like, getting set up to record, because it is 1.45pm, and normally we're done by this time. We're just, we're just gonna get through it. We're gonna get through the more, it. The more attention we pay, we bring to it, the longer it takes us to finish. <laughs> this is true. Uh, so Uryu, like, just tells the two hollows, like, you go back to Aizen and tell them that he shouldn't fear the Shinigami. He should fear me. And Icebringer's like, okay, well, one, as soon as we lose, this place fucking implodes. This is the kind of people you're fighting. So, you know, not really. <laughs> I, can, I couldn't even go talk to him if I wanted to. But two, um, Hollows are born from fear, and Aizen ain't afraid of nothing. Like, literally nothing. That's the reason, that's the whole reason we follow him. So, you know. Good luck, buddy. <laughs> we cut to outside the base in a white desert where there's, like, just a massive part of the landscape that implodes, and we see our trio barely escape. And by barely escape, I mean, they do get buried, but they manage to make it mostly out, so they can just dig their way, their way out. Uh, there is a funny bit of Ichigo just, like, opens a sleeve, a river of sand comes out, <laughs> uh, like, opens the the neckline of his kimono, a bunch more, like, rivers of sand falls out. God. I was like, thank you for this Looney Tunes bit. I I do really like all the little, like, fun cartoon bits they have done the past two episodes. I wish there was more of that, because the rest I'm just not all that into. Yeah, so they examine the landscape, and it's just, like, barren white sand, plants made of quartz, a pitch black sky with a crescent moon, and, oh, right, a giant fucking building, but, like, extra giant building. And they're like, oh, oh, that's the, yeah, that's the base. That's the enemy base. <laughs> I, I, I think I found it. I think I see it, guys. <laughs> Inside, the Espada gather, discussing the collapse of the tunnel, and also mentioning, like, God, they're so fucking far away. <laughs> Why would they invade so far away? Whatever. Um, and we get a face reveal of pretty much the entire group, just as Aizen shows up and he's like, Sounds serious, let's have some tea. <laughs> I am glad we finally get to see, like, all of the Espada here. It is extremely funny that Aizen is just like, ah, tea party time. Back over with Ichigo, they're, really, they're realizing that the building isn't just far, it's like, 
really far. Like, really, really fucking far. Doesn't matter how long they run, it feels like it's not getting any closer. Um, this scene goes on for a minute and 30 seconds and feels like an hour. Ichigo is complaining so much, and he I, I'm pretty sure he repeats the is it a mirage? Am I going insane thing? At least three times. I do like the bit where when Ichigo asks if it's a mirage, uh, Uryu's like, no, it can't be. That, that's not how mirages work. Do you want me to sit you down and give you the <laughs> physics explanation of how a mirage works so you know why that's not a mirage? <laughs> it's like it could be an illusion, but it can't be a mirage. Fuck you. It is. It is a good bit. I do like it. I suppose he is the son of a doctor. He cares about, like, specific nomenclature. I guess. <laughs> uh, so, Ch- eventually Chad stops group because he's, like, pointing at a part of wind. And they're just like, oh yeah, that's just the wind. But whoops, now it's a surprise tornado. <laughs> all three of them grab onto, like, the brittle quartz trees and then they all get thrown up into the air when those things shatter. Uh, the next bit is just, like, an extended period of Ichigo and Chad going oh no wait we're inside a spirit cannibal it's like actually um, I do love like Uryu has brought extra uh, last time they went to Soul Society he basically off screen grabbed a bunch of these or he like asked for a bunch of these mm-hmm. so now he's just got the same uh, spirit cannibal they had when they went to Soul Society it's, it's, a, like, oh, yeah. it's a nice Good touch thinking. he's like he, he, knew, he knows the score he knew he would be sent off flying like Team Rocket at some point <laughs> I, you know, I'm just now realizing, and like obviously we should keep going through the episode, but I am just now realizing that this episode could be like really easily summarized into they sure are running a lot. Eisen's talking to the group. Oh, somebody showed up, and that's the entire episode. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> um, at this point, Ichigo and Uryu like start. They start arguing. It leads to the cannonball cracking up because Uryu can't like concentrate. Chad goes, I'm going to blow this shit up on my own terms, and he blows up the storm at the same time. They all land, they get buried in the sand. And then, because we haven't seen the shot of them running enough, Aizen puts it on a hologram so we can see it again. <laughs> Thanks, Aizen. Thank you. Oh, God. Damn wait, it. wait. I- Aizen, this is just proof that Aizen is the real villain of this show. Because not only is he making the the party go insane he's making us go insane by forcing us to watch them run even longer anyway <laughs> so aizen just goes oh yeah um this is who the fuck these kids are and i love the way that he's just like grimjow sees this and he's like in shock and aizen's just like staring at him just being like oh that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> while sipping his tea uh, all of these spot to argue a bit. Grimjaw gets up to kill Ichigo. Tozen tells him to sit the fuck down. <laughs> He's like, uh, Aizen didn't give you, didn't like tell you you could leave. Yeah, but I'm doing this for Aizen. But then Aizen says, hey, I'm um, Grimjaw. I wasn't done talking. Come back and sit down. Sit, boy. <laughs> and that he's, he's, you know, pleasant parentheses threatening. And then he just unleashes the spirit pressure until Grimjow, like, falls to his knees, sweating. Uh, and it's like, okay, it looks like you understood. Good. Uh, it's like and if then Darth just... Vader were, like, not force-choking everybody, but just, like, sitting calmly and having a tea party. 
and just like you know being force rude to anybody that tries to leave his tea party exactly uh, and then he just tells everyone hey don't te- don't worry about these assholes each one of you go back to your own mario world palace and wait for them to walk up to you and fight it's fine just don't worry about it just don't underestimate them but don't worry about it <laughs> just make sure you set up Hueco mundo as if it's an mmo just get ready <laughs> yeah so Ichi's, Ichigo's group, still running, still feels like they're not making any progress, complaining about the distance. And then they spot a teeny tiny lizard hollow, and it's adorable, and I want one. <laughs> it is really cute. Uh, which, of course, makes Ichigo start wondering, like, um, don't hollows eat humans? What the fuck do they eat over here? Uryu explains that there's so much reishi in the air that the little hollow just, like, they breathe and they get enough nutrition. And he knows this because, as a Quincy... Uh, it would like the the rich reishi in the air probably ma- is making him stronger as well. Also, the hollows. Uh, Chad, meanwhile, is just like noticing stuff about his hands. I know they're for they're foreshadowing stuff that's going to happen later, but at the same time, it looks like he's having a drug trip. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's just looking at his fingers, going like, "When I move my fingers, I move the sand." <laughs> what it feels like i god and just as they're about to leave they spot a tiny human looking child being attacked by a giant hollow worm a hollow who's got a giant mask for a face and one who looks like a human antlion cue eric andre will be right back in episode n (laughs) in the post credits bit it's oh no arankar encyclopedia uh, Gin explains that Hueco Mundo has no water, like it's just barren and desolate and there's no water. But wait, what about the tea from earlier, you may ask? And then Aizen pops up on the screen going, hey, hey, want me to tell you? It's pretty cool, huh? Hey? And Gin's like, actually, actually no, that's, this sounds like forbidden knowledge that has a cost to learn. I'm just, I, I'm good, actually. Just gonna, just gonna go back in my corner. <laughs> I... I wish this bit were funny. <laughs> I really wish it were funny. <laughs> like Yeah. The joke's just not landing this uh this episode. God. And then the there's no it's the same thing for the manga. There's like there's no big difference. It's just they stretch the moments out a little longer. I do want to share this the the, the the page from when uh, Aizen tells Grimjow to like come sit the fuck down because that page looks great, but that's basically it. <laughs> Yeah, no, that page looks really good. I, no complaints there, frankly. Ugh. Sam, these weren't good episodes. They weren't good episodes. They were okay, but overall they were not good episodes. Like, I don't want to say these were dog shit episodes, but they were probably like some of the most by the numbers. Oh, this is long form anime and we are catching up to the manga and have to stretch everything out episodes that exist it's not that they're bad episodes it's that they're bad episodes to podcast about because they're not bad enough to be entertaining and or to complain about yeah they're just not terrible and they're not good so they're just there they're they are just there it is fine uh we do get a new ending theme uh i forgot to mention and it's better than die die uh, this one is Tanewo Makuhibi uh, by uh, Kosuke Atari. 
And I, I think it's a pretty fun song. I, I like it. Uh, the ending itself isn't anything to really write home about, but I, I do like the song. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I'm not going to keep it in mind. Like, I'm going to forget about it as soon as we stop listening to it. Yeah. But, you know, it's a perfectly serviceable ending song. Yeah, for sure. Uh, unfortunately, I I do have to end this episode. And by unfortunately, I mean... Thank God we're out of awkward, weird, uh, <laughs> this episode has gone on too long and both of our energy, it, our energies are drained. We, we have lost, lost the will. So, you know, we're, we're going to come back next week. Hopefully next week will be good episodes. I am, I'm desperate. Please don't give me another one of these. Um, and just the season finale is coming up, like in a few weeks. So three weeks. Four if, weeks. If 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 we're not if we don't fuck anything up, three weeks to season finale and four weeks to movie. Yes. Uh, so send in any questions, comments, whatever to iwobleachcast at gmail I promise we will read them. We don't get that many. Not a complaint, just a fact. Um, but we we will be there and for the movie we have quinn coming on which i'm very excited about like that's going to be a good time regardless of how the movie ends up being uh i i have never seen the diamond dust rebellion so i'm excited for that alone um so it's going to be a time i i'm excited for that like i i want to be clear we're not like fucking we're not trying to be down on bleach these episodes were just not that interesting and it was really hard to talk about them (laughs) But, alas, you can find me on Twitter. Fuck, you can find the show on Twitter, at BleachCast, and you can find me on Twitter, at Lavender underscore Paws. And you can find me on Twitter, at SSBSLJ. This ending has run on too long. Stay cool, chats. Don't be overconfident. Don't be reckless. Just wait for the enemy, and don't be afraid. I'm tired of waiting, Sam. I'm fucking tired of waiting.
Keep it going.